1: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's January 19th and it's 2024. We have a seven-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice06. Chief, that music hits. I feel like it's just going to be a good day. How are you, my friend?
2: I am good, brother. Glad to come on and uh, talk to the NBA with you, man. And it's, you know, NBA, is, NBA and MLB are a grind, but, you know, it's it's a good grind. And so being able to be in it every day and, you know, see the team, see things evolve, uh, it's always good to just be able to come on and share what I'm seeing and, and, and you know, what I uh, what I think the outcome is going to be as we go through this slate.
1: I think it's going to be a fun slate. A lot of good games, a lot of interesting spots, uh, a lot to talk about. So let's jump yeah. in. Have some fun. Hopefully, we can get you all started on the right foot here on this Friday. Thursday afternoon, Friday. Um, Let's go. Well, we got San Antonio at Charlotte. 2.37 and a half total. Charlotte is a four and a half point favorite in this one. Collins, questionable. Wimby, out. And then on the Charlotte side, Hayward and Williams, out. McGowan's Miller and Richards, questionable let's go san antonio first um obviously no wimby he's gonna sit friday play saturday he's still not cleared to play back-to-backs right now so they're sitting him front end of a back-to-back um zach collins has missed i mean almost what two two and a half three weeks here so you know does he return what kind of minutes does he play if he does return great matchup uh what are we doing here with san antonio
2: yes i think you know with with Wimby out, um, that's going to lead us to, you know, the Kelden Johnsons of the world. Like if Keldon gets anywhere near 28-ish minutes, I think, you know, he 28, 30 minutes, he's good against Charlotte. Now that's not that guaranteed. But we may have to play that game. And, Stevie, you know how I feel about the Spurs. Typically I don't want to play any of these guys. But against Charlotte with no Wimby, I just I kind of can't pass this up. Uh, Devin, Devin Vassal should be you know, in play here. Even Trey Jones at 5,800, like if the game stays close, he gets 38, 30 minutes, excuse me, or close to 30 minutes. Uh, He's going to be reasonable as well, you know. um, So I just I just think all the Spurs that are getting close to 30 minutes are probably in play here. All matchups aren't created equal in a matchup with Charlotte. And LaMelo back pushing the pace a little bit. Like this should, should be an up and down affair. Charlotte's at home. This game stays competitive you can see some fireworks.
1: Wimby averages one point. I think it's like four, six fantasy points per minute. That's a lot of production. The person that gets the biggest bump with Wimby off the floor, Zach Collins, if Zach Collins and Wimby are off the floor, we have to also take out um, Bassie because Bassie's out for the season now. And he was getting like some backup minutes um, at center, but he's out for the season. He was in the G league and tours. Um, I think he's tore his ACL. So looking at it overall here, the the biggest bump is going to be Keldon Johnson. Um, you know, this is going to be a spot where Keldon Johnson, his minutes have kind of been all over the place recently, but I think you just got to kind of trust no Wimby being on the floor type of situation and just take shots on Keldon and take shots on Vassal, take shots on Sohan. The guy that I, I'm really interested in here, price wise, is Trey Jones. Um, he's been in this like starter role here recently. His minutes have upticked. He's been playing really solid basketball. His assist rates through the roof here over the last few games. We've we talked about this. We talked about it how he was getting all these assist opportunities and he wasn't converting on these assists. Well, guess what? He's starting to convert on these assists. Um, they're playing better basketball. With Trey Jones at point guard. So, um. I want to see Zach Collins news because Zach Collins gets a big bump. If Wimby's off and Zach Collins is going to play normal minutes, if they're both out, it's tough. It's really tough to kind of figure out. Um, maybe Sandro gets some minutes here, but I mean, we haven't seen this guy play 20 plus minutes. I think, I think one time this year, he's played 20 minutes. So, uh, really tough to trust that situation. Anything else we should mention here as far as San Antonio, Negative. A team that I hate playing, but I think you have to play them against yep. Charlotte with no Wimby. Going to the other side here. I mean, Lamelo has looked fantastic since coming back. Um, hasn't missed a beat. You know, he's, he's scored at least 47 fantasy points in three straight games. His price came down to 8800 Gets one of the best matchups in the NBA. Rogier's price is actually at that point where it's super fair, Bridges' price is actually super fair. I think Charlotte is kind of under underpriced a little bit here for a matchup with San Antonio.
2: Yeah, I agree 100%, man. Like like you talked about, Bridges down to 7,100 now. Um, you know, Rozier at 7,200. And, Stevie, this, to me, this is where the price should be on these guys. And I, Like, I don't mind Rozier getting to 75 if he pops for a couple games. But well, he shouldn't be 8,500 with LaMelo back. Like that's so, so these are reasonable prices, Stevie. Somebody else I like, if he plays Nick Richards, he's 5,200. I liked him against New Orleans the other night when he was cheap, and he's still cheap, Stevie. And so if he plays, I think this is an opportunity for him with no, um, no Wimby to, 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 to kind of get rolling here or have another 30 ish fantasy point game. So I don't I don't hate that as well. If he if he happens to sit though, Stevie P.J. Washington is going to just be an incredible tournament play at fifty one hundred. If if Nick Richards sits, um, especially with Williams already out, so I like that. I like those calls, and I, I, I'm almost probably want, wanting to side with Rozier here because of uh, the price, Stevie. That, that's a nice discount off of Lamelo. If for some reason you can't get to him. Uh, In this spot, I think getting some exposure to Rozier is is a great idea.
1: Also kind of want to see what happens with like Richards and Miller, McGowan's like if if we start getting some of these players ruled out like Cody Martin should play 26 to 30 minutes here at 4300. So don't mind potentially taking a few shots on him in this spot. I mean, this is going to be a very fast paced little defense type of game. A lot of scoring in this game. A lot of rebounding opportunity from all the missed shots. Um, so I, I think it's just an overall great spot that we want to attack here. Philadelphia at Orlando, 222 total here. Philly's a five-point favorite. Mobamba, Covington, and Melton all remain out. Harris and Franz Wagner out for Orlando. We'll start here with Philadelphia. Joel Embiid keeps doing his thing. Um, just... Putting together That's another really fantastic happy. season. Like, he's healthy. When he's healthy and on the floor, he has one of the highest ceilings in the NBA. Uh, what do we like here for Philly?
2: Yeah, give me Embiid. Give me Embiid. Give me Mr. Joel Embiid at 11.5. Uh, Max, he is starting to play better, Steve. You're flashed a little upside. Um, so, I don't, I mean, if, if you decide you want to get him in, fine. But I think if you're getting him in, you might not be playing Embiid for what it's worth. Um, I, I feel like, Stevie, if I just play Embiid from Philly, unless they have like just absolutely half their starters out, I'm gonna be fine. I don't feel like I have to play anyone else.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Embiid very much in play. Tobias's price is is fair at sixty nine hundred. Like we're, I mean, we've been talking about how tight pricing has been, and like we're on the second game, and like they've tight, they've loosened up pricing a little bit just in general here.
2: Yeah.
1: So I'm more likely to play Tobias than I am Maxi, and I know Maxi probably has a higher ceiling than Tobias. It's more of just the price point type of situation. So. I don't mind getting a little bit of exposure to Tobias if I'm not playing or if I am playing Embiid. Um, but I don't know if I necessarily get to Embiid on the slate, depending on what we're looking at as far as how the rest of the slate shapes up with injury news. Orlando's side, you know, Paulo is someone that I love playing. He had a fantastic matchup the other night. He shot 32% from the field against Atlanta. He had a terrible shooting night. Just yeah. couldn't couldn't make a shot like was having an okay game. like We kind of saw his floor in a, in a fast-paced game the other night, but just couldn't hit a shot. Magic are playing so many people right now. They're so deep. I think I'd stay away from the Magic in this spot. What are your thoughts on them?
2: Stevie, I'm so glad you said it because that's, that's the approach I'm taking. I really wish they would shore this thing up. Can you believe that earlier this season, Stevie, we were playing Cole Anthony and getting – Ceiling out of him for six k, fifty eight hundred, and now you know they've they've kind of diminished his role. Now he has his minutes have been in the twenties to mid twenties recently, but still, like you said, they're just they're playing a lot of guys. I, I can't, I can't comfortably play any Orlando Magic players probably until Franz comes back, because then you can play him or Paulo, and Paulo's price will be a little lower.
1: Yeah, I mean, Window Carter Jr. It like maybe we take some shots on him playing 24, 25 minutes. I just yeah. wish he was playing a little bit more, but
2: I've been wanting to take shots on him anyway, Steve, because remember he was getting cheaper and yeah. we wanted to play him and then he kind of sat price, out and then he came look back. Look at the
1: price now though. Like
2: no, he, I know
1: uh forty five hundred. I mean Yeah. Price... I mean,
2: I've been I've been on him since fifty two hundred for what it's worth. Once yeah. he got to like fifty two, I started taking shots.
1: Yeah, I think the price is right on window card jr at 4500 here so yeah uh what's up chat what's up youtube seeing all you guys saying what's up um hope you're having a fantastic thursday night we got denver at boston 234 total in this game boston six point favorite i mean we're good to go on both sides here um julian strother is out for denver not
2: no, affects yeah, nothing
1: affects <laughs> no, <thanks> nothing <laughs> Uh, All right, here we go. We got Jokic eleven three 3 going up in a tough matchup here against Boston. I like playing Jokic in tough matchups. My concern is like the usage – not the usage, but like his assist rate's been down a little bit here recently. Jamal Murray's price at 8,100, like he's still kind of priced up. I think Michael Porter Jr. might be my favorite play from Denver here.
2: Yeah, I, I don't hate that at 6,400. Um I, I would have considered Aaron Gordon, too, at 6,100 um, if he if he would just flash a little bit more ceiling. But he's probably going to have his hands full in this game, Stevie. Um, so I, I don't hate Jokic. I'm with you. I'm probably not playing Murray. Uh, I legitimately just kind of don't take it semi-expensive to expensive guards when Drew Holiday's playing, and it typically works out for me just fine. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm – I'm not really playing him. Uh, Jokic is my – I think Jokic is my number one. Don't hate Michael Porter at number two. And sneakily, Stevie, we we won't – I don't think we'll need this type of value today. But Contavious Caldwell, Pope at 4,900, is a guy that they might actually need to take some shots in this game, uh, especially the, the long ball. So I don't, I don't hate KCP as a fringe value – if it comes to it, because this is going to be a competitive game, and he is getting minutes. One
1: of my favorite basketball players of all time, KCP. Um, If you're a longtime listener, you get that. Boston side of this game, I mean, I think Tatum is super interesting in this game. You know, this is a type of competitive game where you just kind of overlook defensive matchups and everything like that, and you take some shots on the studs. Um, So taking shots on Tatum, Jalen Brown, Porzingis, I think all makes sense. But I think Tatum would be my favorite play from Boston. And then everyone's kind of priced right. I mean, I think it's Tatum for me.
2: Yeah, I like Tatum. I I secretly really like Derek White at 6,100. I was like, looking
1: at him earlier, too. I was like, he, price yeah, I mean,
2: because just the other day, he was 7,200, 75 before that. And yeah, I know like recently we haven't seen that 40 point ceiling, but he's got ceiling, Stevie. Like, yeah. If if it's just one of those nights and he's rolling, man, we can see a 40 fantasy point performance for 6,100. He he's 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 my second behind behind Tatum for sure.
1: All right, cruising right along. We got Atlanta at Miami. total here. Miami, a a six-and-a-half point favorite. Hunter, Matthews out. Trey Young questionable for Atlanta. Uh, Jocka is doubtful. Kevin Love questionable for Miami. I mean, Atlanta's side here, we get a downgrade in pace for Atlanta going into Miami. Miami is going to try to slow this game down um, as much as possible here. But, I mean, if... Trey Young sits. It's going to open up a lot, even in a slower pace game for Atlanta. So, talk to me about Atlanta with and without Trey Young here.
2: Yeah, with Trey Young, Stevie, I've still kind of been on the DeJounte Murray train with him being this mid to lower seven K range because I think he's got enough ceiling to get past that number. If Trey plays, and if he's out, he's he sh- essentially should blow past that number. Um, if, if Trey sits, so I, I'm still interested in Murray because his minutes are stable, Stevie. Like, he's playing, you know, load up to, to mid to upper 30s, depending on how competitive the game is. So, I really, I really like him for tournaments. Uh, we've got Bojan Bogdanovich, I think he's more of a if Trey sits type of play. Like, we want to start mm-hmm. looking at him at 5,600. Uh, I think this, I think it's a great spot for him. We've got Jalen Johnson seventy one hundred Stevie, I'm I, I'm playing him anytime. He's young. We're gonna see some sporadic performances, right? It might be fifty one night, twenty the next night, thirty eight the next night, fifty the next night, seventeen the next night. I'm just throwing numbers out there, but he has ceiling, and that's what we're looking for here. Slower paced game, but at seventy one hundred, uh, I'm okay with it. And uh, you know. Then we go to the center position. We've got Capella at fifty eight hundred. I really like that price on him, Steve. Because this is the guy that can get you forty. So at fifty eight hundred, I really like Capella.
1: If Trey sits, Dejounte becomes one of the best plays on the slate. Um, yeah. He averages one point three eight fantasy points per minute with Hunter Young and Wesley Matthews off the floor. So Trey Young, or yeah, if Trey Young sits. Dejounte lock and load type of play. Jalen Johnson is around 1.3 fantasy points per minute when Trey is off the floor. Now, pace is going to slow that, that fantasy point per minute down a little bit, especially in a tough defensive matchup, too. So, usage wise, Sadiq Bay gets a big usage bump almost five percent with these guys off the floor. So, I think realistically, if Trey sits. You're taking shots on the starting five. You're taking shots on Murray. You're taking shots on Johnson. You're taking shot on Bojan. You're taking shot on Bay. You're taking shot on Capella. Because they all are averaging over a fantasy point per minute when Trey Young's off the floor. So I mean, just a tough matchup, slow pace, but they're not priced accordingly if Trey Young sits. So yeah. it's an illness so it's not like an injury for Trey young. So we'll see what, how it plays up. Um, I think he ends up playing and then like, it really just kind of hurts the value for everybody on Atlanta. I think if Trey ends up playing in this game, it's probably just a little bit of like Jalen Johnson for me, but not getting too crazy here with Atlanta exposure. Miami is the team that I have the most interest in on this slate. You know, they get a fantastic matchup here going up against the Hawks. The Hawks are going to try to push the pace as much as possible. What do you like here for Miami?
2: So what I like, Stevie, is in a general sense, and I think think the reason we like this slate so much, Stevie, is a combination of good games and more relaxed pricing where we can actually put together reasonable (laughs) lineups. We still can't just – play whatever we want, but it's reasonable, Stevie. This this feels comfortable for me. So with Miami, I actually like Bam at 8,700. This feels like a really good spot for him. Uh, a guy that has been involved, you know, in all categories. Now that he's not going to get 20 rebounds every game, but you know, we've seen some really nice performances from him recently, Stevie. So like out of the last five games, he's been over 45 fantasy points in four of the last five. Uh, so I, I really like that. Jimmy Butler is back. He's 7,600, Stevie. And the minutes are intact. So it's 7,600. I really like him today against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Tyler Hero is 7,500. He's playing okay minutes. I don't hate it. I think I'd side with Jimmy and Bam straight up here.
1: I love this spot for Jimmy. Like he, He's just been night and day when it comes to home and road. Um, he has been so much better at home this season. So, looking at his stats, five extra points per game at home, and he's averaging almost three rebounds more at home this season. His fantasy points on the road is like 33 on average, and at home, it's over 40. So, and now you're talking about a matchup with Atlanta. Yeah. I think Jimmy is a phenomenal play today. Uh, I think this is a great spot. I don't want to sleep on Tyler Hero. Like, this is a great matchup for him as well. And I think the odd man out for me is it's probably like Duncan Robinson, Martin. Like I think I'm paying up for the three Miami big, big spend ups here, Bam, Butler, Hero. Um, and I would probably rank them Butler, Bam, Hero. I think there's going to be enough value on the seven game slate to get Bam in there today. And I think this is a good spot for him.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: All right, we got Phoenix at New Orleans, 236 and a half total here. New Orleans, a two-point favorite. Bol, Bol Lee out for Phoenix, and Ryan out for New Orleans. So no real role players here out on either side. We'll start here with Phoenix. Another really, really good basketball game overall. Uh, what do we like here on the Suns' side?
2: So how much do I want to get involved with Bradley Beal? Because he's 7,400, and we have seen some upside from him recently. Um, so I don't I hate it at 7,400. I'm probably least likely to play Booker at 9,100 on this slate, uh, just because with all those pieces back now. And then outside of that, you got Durant at 92. I feel like I'm more likely to play Durant at 92. But Stevie, I think what we're seeing is with all these guys back, all of their upside is limited. Like if the, if one is out, then the other two are probably going to be fine. But in a situation like this, where this should be a competitive game, um, I don't, I don't know if I want to play any of the three outside of deal because of the price. Um, and then after that, like, maybe you could look at uh, Nurkic at seven K But he's not playing over 30 minutes right now. So it's just, I don't like this Phoenix team with the big three playing together. I almost feel like I need Durant to be 8,500 and Booker to be 8,200. Like, I I feel like that's where the prices should be. And they have come down, but I think for those guys, I need them to come down a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I think overall here for me on the Phoenix side, it is like a slightly pace up spot for them. I mean Phoenix plays pretty slow overall. I think it's like taking some some tournament shots on like Beal, Booker, Nurkic. I don't think I want to play Grayson Allen in this spot. Yeah. Talked about how good of a spot it was for him last time out against Sacramento. He dude hit nine threes. Like some, Sacramento just cannot defend the three point line. You know, we can't talk about it enough. Uh so just keep tacking three point shooters against Sacramento
2: <laughs>
1: on the new Orleans side of this game. I mean, I like, I like CJ. I think CJ is, it is solid here. Uh, BI coming off of a, a huge triple double the other night. Uh, just absolutely smash in that game. Stevie, Zon-
2: who who was he facing by chance?
1: Ingram? Uh, Charlotte. Yeah. yeah your oh, boys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. your Boys. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't, I can't get it out of my head. Um, If you would have told me Valanciunas was going to play 25 minutes, I would have told you that I was going to smash his um, prop like every time. And he wasn't even close. He got like half of his prop. Um, Such a weird game just in general for Valanciunas. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Avery went nuts, though. Yeah. He did. He did. And, like, don't get me wrong, but I would have told you I would have loved 25 minutes from Valanciunas against Charlotte the other night. But yeah. Uh, what do you like here on the Pelicans side?
2: Yeah, I think for me here with, with the Pelicans, Stevie, you know, I am – I do think Zion's price is in that range where we start taking some shots here. And what I like, Stevie, is Zion's getting it done in different ways. And, yes, we haven't seen 45, 50 – like, we haven't seen that. But I'm encouraged seeing him go – 13, nine assists, five rebounds, still finding ways to contribute and give us the fantasy production. Once again, not getting into that mid-40s or 50, but we saw him, you know, against Denver 36 and 5. The opportunities for him, I think, are going to uh are going to be there. And so I do like Zion here at 7,500. I think, I think he's probably the best play out of this bunch in terms of. You know, their version of a big three. Don't hate CJ McCollum. He's been playing fantastic. I still think Zion has the most upside for under 8K on this team. Now, you know, if you're saying you want to play Brandon Ingram, that's fine. But I, I still believe in Zion in this spot here.
1: I like that call. Um, I, I mean, Ingram's going to have a lot of ownership too after what he did the other night. So yeah. um, I still think that I would rank them McCollum before i would play zion and ingram i just i think cj's like role is super consistent i mean i think that's kind of what i'm looking for consistency with some upside like if he hits shots he's a guy that can go for 50 plus in any matchup so basketball is so i don't know if like finicky is the right word but like basketball is if someone gets hot they're gonna keep shooting and and, like project and everything we can predict and we can look at matchups we can do everything that we want to look at but we can't predict the dude going out and hitting like six or seven shots in a row and just i mean when someone's hot like that they're going to keep giving the ball like the playbooks go out of the out of the question and you just give the guy the ball who's going off so you know you're going to have these games where people just go bonkers out of nowhere And, and i mean that's basketball like yeah you know fantasy and betting aside like actual basketball is putting the rock through the hoop and sometimes you can predict the best and sometimes you have guys in smash spots and they don't get there i mean that's that's basketball but uh chat had me chat has me going man marvin bagley i hope you all listened to me yesterday absolutely smashed in his first game with washington uh i don't know if you saw it will 12 11 2 2 and 3 um just absolute smash by bagley he was like I I get to play basketball finally.
2: Um, (laughs) Well, for now, until Gafford comes back, and then they got a decision to make.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you do. You do. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you. But I wouldn't be shocked, like, if Bagley keeps playing good, I wouldn't be shocked to see, like, Denny go to the bench and they start Kuzma at the three and put Bagley and Gafford at the four and five. That would be a really interesting lineup.
2: Yeah. And if nothing else, I think at this point in his career, Bagley's probably happy with the consistent twenty to twenty-five minutes. Like if he knows I'm going to play, like because sometimes that's what you need to get get in a rhythm, you know? Yeah,
1: could be Travis played two hundred and seventy-one lineups on DraftKings ninety-nine percent Bagley. That's you what's up. It should
2: have been a hundred.
1: Nah, 99. Listen, you got to build those. You got to build those uh, hedge lineups. <laughs>
2: messing with you trap oh uh, he he's
1: he's listening to the podcast i know for a while and he knows gotta you gotta you know you gotta take those hedge lineups <laughs> yeah. all right uh indiana at portland no total in this game it's a back-to-back for indiana we're waiting on some i mean some news big time here like uh it's uncertain when siakam's gonna make his debut they they toyed around with the idea of Friday. From everything that I was reading, Halliburton, you know, ended up missing Thursday's game. So I mean, I wouldn't be shocked here if the Pacers are like, "Hey, Siakam, we're gonna one more day. You know, one more one more day. Let's get you, you know, ready." And yeah, because they don't play again until Sunday against Phoenix. Maybe. Maybe Halliburton's ready on Sunday, too, and they bring both of these guys back against Phoenix. I don't know if they need either one of them to beat Portland, to be honest. But um, And then on the, on the Portland side, Brown, Sharp, and Williams are out. Let's talk this Pacers team first. They're playing as we're recording right now. I think it just ended the first quarter in that game against uh, Sacramento. What are your thoughts here on Indiana?
2: So it's a tricky spot because we need to know what's going to happen with Siakam. Like if, and I know Carlisle saying like they they didn't like completely know, but he's not going to play tonight. At one point I think, you know, Halliburton may have been close, um, but we just kind of need to know when these two stars in the team are going to be suiting up or if they will be suiting up. Uh, if not like tonight, we, you know, or tonight we're recording the night before we had to wait on the Nimhard dudes. Like if all these guys were out against the even then you got TJ McConnell who's going to be available. You got Buddy Hill who, who might be okay. You got Matthew who's going to be, be, be available. Uh, Neesmith did not play on Thursday. So that opened it up for Nimhard no the, too
1: they're both. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. So that opened it up for McConnell and opened it up for Buddy Hill, Benedict, Probably Jalen Smith, Obi, Tuck, like all these guys would play minutes, but we, it's just so much uncertainty with this Indiana team. I I can't tell you how I want to approach this slate with them, to be honest. But if if any of the big two are in between Halliburton and Siakam, that changes everything. If they're both out, that changes everything. If Nimhart comes back, but Niezwicki doesn't, that changes things. Neesmith comes back, Nimhart doesn't. That's that still means T.J. McConnell's going to get minutes. It, it's a lot of moving parts with indiana and i just i i can't really give you anything i know i kind of went around the the bend just to say that but it's just how it is
1: yeah i mean night before for the pacers is almost impossible for us um because i mean okay halliburton siakam numhar neesmith all these guys sit well here we go i mean tj mcconnell he should start again Uh, he's phenomenal at 5900 I think you take shots on Matherin. I think you should take shots on healed. I would really like Jalen Smith getting 25 plus minutes in this game, you know, if he were to play that many. So yeah. just watch the news on this one. I will say if Siakam plays, I don't see a reason not that he doesn't play 35 plus minutes, and I think we should play him right out of the gate. I don't yeah. think it's a wait and see approach. I think you take shots on him right away.
2: Especially, Stevie. Especially. If Halliburton does not play. Oh oh, man. Like because so the thing is, this this should be, we should get a little bit closer to Siakam ceiling prior to the Scotty Barnes emergence this year. And then the team had a shift again when they got quickly in RJ. And that hurt him, I think, a little bit. So I, I think we see I think we see some upside from Siakam here in Indiana. This Stevie, this might be a really with Siakam going to Indiana this might be one of the most fun uh, league pass teams we have this season when Halliburton comes back.
1: Yeah, kudos. A fun
2: team.
1: Yeah, I mean, kudos overall to the, the Pacers here. You know, they know they needed one more piece to be, like, a, a really strong competitor in the in this division just in general, so in this conference. But, I mean, shout out to them. They, I mean, they, yeah. they were great in the play-in tournament earlier this year or the in-season tournament. Uh, let's go to Portland. This team's kind of in shambles. Um, Aiton expected back for this game. He's probable, cleared, ready to go. Um, couldn't what get do we, out of you, his neighborhood,
2: Stevie. <laughs> that was a problem the other day. He couldn't yeah. get out of his neighborhood.
1: Is that what it was?
2: Yeah. His neighborhood was ice, and they sent people to try to clear the ice, and they couldn't clear it. He was frozen in, in his neighborhood, couldn't get out.
1: Yeah, I knew he was clear. I thought it was cleared on Wednesday. I didn't he see was. the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. I did not see that. Anyway, um with obviously with Aiden coming back, like do up run of like value play is over. Um what are we doing with this Portland team?
2: Well, I mean they're playing Indiana, Stevie. And so um, you know, I, I think Anthony Simons is is gonna be, you know, someone that we consider here. You know, if School Henderson gets thirty plus minutes, I think we consider him. Uh, you know, we did see Brogdon play thirty minutes the other night against Brooklyn. Like, what happens if he gets thirty minutes? I like his price. Um, you know, eight and being back at sixteen hundred. I think he's in play. So, I think these main pieces, Stevie, are, are all in play here. And man, if if they if I just knew for sure Brogdon was going to get, see, if I knew he was going to get twenty seven minutes. 28 minutes, I'd be in, in this spot. Like, this is a great spot against the Indiana team. So these main pieces, Scoot, Simons, Brogdon, uh, uh, Aiton, I, I think all of those guys are, are, are in play. Um, I'm I'm probably not as high on Jeremy Grant overall, but I don't hate it if you try to do it. Like, they're, they're playing the Pacers, and we understand that any of these guys could pop in this spot.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see um, what they do with his rebounding prop. It's been something that's been very, very profitable. Um, Grant's rebounding under yeah. prop, yeah. so I think my my problem. I I think Brogdon is okay. I think Simons is okay. I just I mean, Portland kind of stinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you love run. the matchup, though, right? I, I like you, you're you're talking to me about the matchup, and I agree with you as far as the matchup. Pacers play. Second fastest pace in the NBA. They're twenty-six in defensive rating. We talk about this all the time. Um, they have that that perfect combo you were looking for: top five yep. pace, bottom five defensive rating. I mean, that's yep. that's what we're looking for to attack. So it's just figuring out who you want to attack it with. I don't think, I don't think I want to play Henderson if he doesn't start. I think it's Simons, and if Brogdon starts, I have interest in. Um, so. And chat, Derek's asking who's faster than Indiana?
2: I think it's Washington.
1: Washington. So yeah. Indiana is 103.3 and Washington's 103.3 point 103.35. Um, so 0.05. they they are two clearly the fastest two teams in the league. All right, we got Brooklyn at LA to finish this out here. Two twenty-seven and a half total. Lakers a six and a half point favorite on the Brooklyn side. Sharp and Simmons out. Lakers side reddish. Vincent out. LeBron questionable. Let's go Brooklyn here first. What do we like here for the Nets?
2: Um, BB, I Mikael Bridges. His price has come back up he's probably got the most stable minutes on this team. Um, I feel like anybody else is kind of just all over the place. And, uh, well, and, and Nick Claxton. Claxton's been good. I, I think he's going to have trouble with AD, but his minutes have been pretty stable. Um, outside of that, Steve, I'm just not interested in playing the Brooklyn Nets yet. Like it just, it's, it's too much going on. It's Mikael Bridges, it's Claxton, and that's it.
1: Yeah, like, you know, with Sharp out, and he's been out, um, I think I I was reading it earlier, he's been out since, like, the 7th. Claxton's minutes have been very secure um, with Sharp out. So, I mean, overall, for me, I don't trust anybody on the Nets at all. Like, they are, they're in that Spurs 20- 23 territory where we we talked about the Spurs last year so much of just like can't trust any of them, but I, I mean I don't mind taking some shots here on Bridges. large field tournaments what about taking some shots on Lonnie Walker had that big like playoff run for the Lakers last year and then the Lakers just kind of were like all right well you're leaving by like does Lonnie Walker get up for this game play like 25 to 30 minutes and just take a ton of shots on that second unit and maybe close out some halves
2: maybe man uh, listen, I
1: wouldn't do this a lot, okay? I, I'm just saying, and I, I'm not I'm not a narrative I, I don't care in narratives either way. I, I just you look at this and you're like, oh man, he's getting usage already with that that second unit, and you're like, oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked, right? Like yeah. Lonnie Walker the other night in the second quarter um, against the Portland, he had a stellar second quarter. I think he had like 17 of all of his fantasy points came in the second quarter. They let him play the whole second quarter and finish the second, like finish the first half. He played terrible in the second half and only ended up getting, I think, it was like six minutes or something. So if he's playing really good, maybe he gets extended here and plays 25 minutes. So I think he's going to like, he just plays on that second unit with like DSJ Royce O'Neal Watford, Cam Thomas. Like he's going to have usage with the second unit. So I wouldn't do it a lot, but I've done crazier things. Yeah. Lakers side. I mean, great spot for LeBron. If he was going to give it a go here, um, he's questionable every day. But he usually plays. Uh, Ad absolutely smashed Dallas the other night, one assist away from triple double. Didn't need to. Didn't really need to play. What are we doing here with the Lakers?
2: Oh man, I mean, Ad is a guy I've just really Stevie loved in tournaments. Like he stays in his 10K range no matter how many 60 point performances he puts up. Doesn't matter if he goes to 70, Stevie. He does not hit 11K. He stays in this 10 10K to 10 five range, and as much as we've talked about AD being glass over the over the, over the years, Stevie, he, he's barely missing games now. And so this is what we love here. So at 10 two, I really 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 like Anthony Davis. Um, we've seen D'Angelo Russell get 40 uh, 30 30 plus minutes in three of the last four games. Has he earned a spot back in the rotation? If so, Stevie, at 6,200, I don't hate it. You know, we're seeing Austin Reeves get 30 minutes. I think he's probably a little bit more friends uh, for me. But AD is absolutely at the top for me. And, and of course, I, you know, if, you, if you're telling me, hey, G, you know, Will, I want to play LeBron James, great, no problem. Uh, I'm, I'm all, all for it. But if I decide between the two, it's definitely going to be AD.
1: Every slate. Every slate, it's AD over LeBron right now. Um, And I just, I mean, there's no reason to not have exposure to AD. Uh, That's it. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. What do you got for us today, Will?
2: Man, Steven, believe it or not, there's not a lot of... Under five K, seven X plays today. But there's one guy that we we talked about that we're probably going to have to utilize. It, it feels like the right play. That's Wendell Carter Jr. at 4,500.
1: I I said it in YouTube chat before you even like said it. Um, I said he's going to say Wendell Carter Jr. Um. <laughs> all right well that's what i written down i like Wendell carter jr a lot i'm with you 100 percent. if you're looking for some tournament ceiling down here you know that's what we're kind of this is what that question is kind of invented for right trying to get that 7x tournament ceiling larry nance jr is who um i think is interesting for tournaments depending on like what, what we get news wise throughout the day He's only going to play like 20 minutes, but the Knights that he gets like 25 minutes, he has upside. So Larry Nance Jr. here for the Pelicans.
2: Oh, Kiki's getting minutes too. He just has no upside.
1: Yeah. Watch. I mean, they he, he they play him for his defense. Um, yeah. Really good defender. I mean, Magic are in that like mode of like defense matters and Franz and Paulo are going to be our offensive players and no Franz right now. is hurting them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust
2: today? Give me – I mean, it's a combination of guys, but give me Devin Booker at 9100.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Durant. I, I mean, yep. I just yep.
2: – those two guys. one of those
1: two. Yeah, just standing out to me. Maxie's the other one that I don't necessarily love, but KD, like – He's been struggling to hit his ceiling recently, and it's really just because, like, this team's kind of rolling. Um, I mean, they've won three straight. They've had some good matchups, and they're kind of rolling. I mean, they were getting crushed by Sacramento the other night, and just they hit some big shots down the stretch. Came Um, back down
2: 22, uh, or 27, 22?
1: It was 18 with eight minutes to go, and they ended up winning the game. Um, So I don't know where it was, like, officially at, but I'm pretty sure it was 18 with eight, so – I had, uh, had Beal's point prop that night. I was watching that game. Uh, favorite 6X play today. Who do you got?
2: Oh, man, Stevie. I, I've got two that I really like. I think I'm going to side with what I feel like is the best-paced game. Give me Jimmy Butler at 7,600.
1: Yeah, I like Butler a lot. Um, I... Nothing nothing to say bad about that. He's one of my favorite plays on the slate. Uh, give me Vassal. I just love this spot for him. No Wimby. Great matchup against Charlotte. I think that this is a, a fantastic spot. 6,700. Like his chances to go like 40, 45 plus in the spot. So yeah, let's get weird. GPP play of the day. I think everyone knows mine. Who do you got?
2: Easy one for me, Stevie. Once again, Another guy that I like, I think I don't think he's going to get the ownership that he deserves unless the projection comes out something crazy and everybody flocks to it. Give me Zion Williams at seventy five hundred. Think he's a little bit too cheap. I think he's got some upside here against Phoenix at home.
1: I like it. Um, I mean, Lonnie Walker is who I had written down. I, I already talked about him in depth why I like him. I'm going to shift gears a little bit here. I'm going to say DeAndre Ayton. I think people are going to be afraid to play DeAndre Ayton. He's 6,800. He has a fantastic matchup here going against the Pacers. And honestly, Portland needs this guy. Um, He's been practicing now for almost a week. He was clear, like you said, Wednesday had some ice troubles. So,
2: I I mean, this is a guy
1: (laughs) that, like, we might see him come back and play – I think we come back and play like 25, 25 plus minutes. Um, If we're on the high end of like the 30 minute type of Mark, I I just think that it's worth taking some shots on. We should mention um, that during the Pacers game, Isaiah Jackson got hurt. um, And he's questionable. He's questionable to come back. So he might miss this game. I, I mean, we might see Siakam play 40 minutes in this game. So, I think if he like doesn't
2: play Ob Toppin's going to pick up minutes.
1: Yeah, um, so just watch that Pacers news. Uh, let's go to the betting portion here. Any pick them or props that you like for this slate?
2: Uh, well, Stevie, in general, uh, I'm I'm saying this in general, man, I've been taking Miles Turner at seven and a half rebounds less than that, and I mean it, it's been coming through for me, so mm-hmm. I'm going to take that one. Um, in terms of Bam out of bio, Bam, if Bam comes in at 12 and a half rebounds, I know it's a good spot. I'm going to take less. If he comes in at four and a half assists, I'm going to take less with Butler back hero playing, uh, Lowry back as well. I feel like his assist numbers are going to come back down with everybody kind of back. That's going to be doing primary ball handling responsibility. So, uh, for me, that's one that, uh, or those two or three uh, are ones that I'm into big time. In terms of uh, spreads total, Stevie, this one is real interesting to me because you got to figure out how much, how much do we feel like Boston is better than the Nuggets? Right now we get, we're getting Boston minus five and a half at home. I like the Nuggets at plus five and a half here. I, I still think they're a really good team. So I I, I like Nuggets plus the points.
1: Yeah, I, nothing stand out to me as far as like money lines or spreads, but I really like LaMelo over 25 and a half points on this slate. I think that this is a fantastic spot. I'll probably do some type of single game parlay with this game um, with Facel's point prop. Uh, I think it's at 20 and a half right now. Per 36 minutes with no Wimby on the floor, he's around 23.5 points. And now you're getting a matchup with Charlotte, too. So, uh, I think Vassell, LaMelo, kind of like a single game parlay point prop uh, is something that I'll mess with. And I was just looking on prize picks. They have uh, 25 and a half points, so more than that for Ball, and then 20 and a half for Vassell, more than that for him. So um, if you want to do a little two pick play there, you can do that. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us all week. We're back Monday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you then.